<laughs> this is a Mary's Hustle production. The motivation is in the name. Hey, look. I wanna see my people closer to their dreams like they guapale. No hesitation, making moves like Andale. Ain't no mic check needed, push play. Cause the revolution streaming, there's no time like today. This the original, legendary black cyber podcast. Yeah. On top fast. Say this the original, legendary black cyber podcast. Yeah. Do not lag. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Cyber Podcast. I'm your host, George McPherson. Why are some of the most reputable companies and even some of the most respected cybersecurity companies continuing to experience breaches? Here's one stat to shine some light on that question. Large companies can have thousands of third-party relationships. That's a lot to keep up with. And that's a perfect segue. My guest today is John Sternstein, making his second appearance on the show. John is the founder and CEO at Stern Security. John has extensive experience in cybersecurity, is an entrepreneur, mentor, and expert in third-party risk management. John has also created Velocity, a 100% cloud-based automated tool that can provide a risk score for multiple vendors in a fraction of the time. It takes companies to evaluate even a single vendor. John, thank you for stopping by the show once again, and welcome back to the Black Cyber Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, definitely enjoy uh, having you on the first one. Uh, we've been <laughs> talking since. Thought we should do it again. Great yeah. subject. All right, let's get into the Black Cyber Origins, John. Sure. John, how did you gain your knowledge in third-party risk? Yeah, so my first cybersecurity job I had, I was working at a financial institution, and I had the I had the honor of being the first cybersecurity engineer hired at this place, and so it was large enough where they had uh, a, a wide landscape of things security-wise that they needed to implement, and it was also small enough that you know they had me as the as the primary engineer doing all of it. So I got to see a lot of different areas of cybersecurity and one area of that was third party risk. So they had a lot of third parties like everybody else does and they wanted to uh, assess all of those for uh, for cyber risk. So they wanted us to um, do on-site assessments, to do interviews. We also they also wanted us to do pen tests of the of the companies too. So I mean, it, this was I, I guess uh, this was oh, well over a decade ago. But um, <laughs> but the companies that we we're assessing, you know, we do the full interview. I mean, if it was a cloud-based tool, then um, they would even allow us to do pen tests of the application too. So I got experience, you know, testing. Uh, third-party organizations in a variety of ways. Nice. That was a good way to uh, build that type of experience. Yeah. I think I've, I've had that, that start too, where you're doing everything. Sometimes yeah. you, you may even feel overwhelmed, but it kind of pays off in the long run. 
definitely pays off in the long run. I, I wouldn't want it any other way, honestly. I mean, that gives you such a um, broad spectrum of the cybersecurity landscape. Oh, yeah. And, and then and you could choose if you want to specialize in a certain area. After actually that. makes sense. Yeah, that's advice. I, I'll go ahead and uh, kind of do a pause because th- mm-hmm. this, this podcast is about I definitely want people to see what it's like to work in different areas of cybersecurity. But this podcast, I have to remember my main mission is about trying to help people get into cybersecurity. And that's a good point you're making, because I think people get overwhelmed about what they should learn, how they should learn. Yeah. Unless you got a clear picture. Don't don't even be afraid to start broad. It will feel a little overwhelming, but start broad so you can actually do everything. And then you can figure out, okay, now what do I want to focus on? What do I want to yeah. go down? Absolutely. And I, I did that early on in my career. I mean, there were definitely opportunities where I had to make more money, but I was going to be pigeonholed into one single area of cybersecurity, maybe just working on, uh, maybe I'd just be the firewall person on this one particular model of firewall. And that kind of, kind of scared me a little bit. So I, I <laughs> wanted to have knowledge across a lot of different areas. So um, I had that flexibility. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, John, can you describe a day in the life of a CEO, like when wearing you when you're wearing the IT risk management head? Sure. So I mean, from my standpoint, I, I spend a lot of time looking at the the risk management landscape, I spend time speaking with customers and hearing what what they're going through and then it allows me to strategize on the best ways that we can improve our processes and uh you know add i I get to think about this overall strategy of velocity and where we're going to head with with the entire product and where we're going to head with our services uh i spend a lot of time just thinking about the overall strategy and then uh, managing how we're going to implement that gotcha gotcha so what's what's your personal definition of a third party risk management of a definition of third party risk management? Sure. So I mean when you when you do any business with another organization, I mean you call it a third party, some call it vendors, some call it your business associates. When you do any business with them, uh oftentimes you're either giving them some information about your organization, where it could be financial records, could be um, patient information could be customer information, or you might have some kind of connectivity to them as well. E- anytime you're doing business with another organization, you could be opening yourself up to some additional risks. So that whole process of third-party risk management is just is just understanding all of your third parties that you have. So I mean, some of it's kind of um, uh, almost like asset management. You're trying to um, understand all the different third parties you're doing business with, seeing all the different uh, type of data that's going to these organizations, and then you're managing uh, risk. So if, if one area is really risky, one vendor or one third party is really risky, then you have to think about ways to reduce that risk, whether it's adding additional controls or limiting what they have access to. So that uh, it's a huge job and it's um, uh, not very easy, especially for organizations with hundreds or thousands of third parties, but um, that, that is the whole landscape managing the risk within all those organizations. <clears throat> Thank you for that, John. Uh, that, I think that was a good breakdown of the definition. I, and I appreciate you pointing out how it can look different uh, where they could just have, they could have access to your data 
or that could be actual network integration. Yep. Which that could be even worse. All, yeah. all of it can be worse from a, <laughs> just losing information or or some type of breach happening. Yep. Um, let me ask you this. Have you seen any unique challenges uh, to manage third-party risk in the healthcare field? Because I know you have a lot of experience in that area. Yeah, I mean, healthcare is unique, I think, because, I mean, I mean, the data is so sensitive and it's so costly if there is a, a breach or some type of, of issue with, with, with that. So I think that's really where you get the uniqueness. I mean, if you look at the last Ponymon breach report, I mean, they said that uh, average cost of a breach in healthcare, I mean, it's always been the, the top uh, um, industry for for cost wise, but I mean, they recently said it's over $10 million average for, for breach. I mean, in a single record, they're saying it's over, you know, $400 for a single patient record loss. So it's just yeah. the data is so sensitive and healthcare organizations, they have to rely on third parties or as, as they call them business associates and, and healthcare. Um, and so I think that's really one of the most more unique areas of, of cybersecurity with this in healthcare is just just the sensitivity and, gotcha. and cost gotcha gotcha <clears throat> so what what led you down the path of developing velocity sure so i mean i i did third-party risk management for years and when, when i started stern security that was just one part of what we we're doing. I mean, we we're doing pen testing, risk assessments, we we're doing third party risk. And it got to the point where we had uh, companies asking us to do a lot of these third party risk assessments. So I was, I, I was talking with our customers and I'd say, you know, how long does it take you to do a single um, third party risk assessment? And they'd usually say, hey, it's, it takes a long time. I'd say, all right, well, how, lo how long does it actually take if you're to, take an average uh, time frame and they usually say you know one and two months to to do one of these and i said okay that that wow. makes sense and so then they would ask us to do the work and so and i'd say all right well how many vendors do you have and they'd say you know we want you to do like 300 a year or something and i said oh my gosh right it takes you two months to do this work i know oh, we'll yeah. be able to do it faster because we're focused on it but i mean that's not something that's sustainable here. Um, and so basically what we did is um, we said, hey, we're just gonna find a product to do this work for you. And so um, we looked and we got a list of, there's a lot of products out there that do third-party risk. And so we looked, we got a list and we just said, you know what, I don't really feel comfortable recommending any of these solutions to the customers because they did not, um, they not, um, complete the work with the level of accuracy and the, um, you know, is really the, the accuracy piece that we just didn't feel comfortable recommending other solutions for. So um, we, we gave the research to our, our customers and we just said, you know, there's a lot of options out there. Um, we also had customers that tried different products that are out there and they said, hey, you know, we really like the way you're doing this manually better. And, and we, we told them, we said, hey, um, <laughs> We, we just cannot keep up with that work, but we said, uh, how about, how about this? 
we you know that you've tried multiple products you were not happy with what what you tried because you liked how we were doing things manually especially because of the accuracy of how we were um getting the risk and we said how about we develop our own product so that will do exactly what you want it'll basically automate our manual work that we're doing we're going to take your input from how, for how to build this we'll take on all the development costs for building this entire solution. And then once we finish the solution, I mean, that's going to be something we feel comfortable putting our name on because we developed it in house and then we can get all of you as customers after that. So, um, so we built it in house, um, and we got all that input from our customers. And then, um, once we, once it was out in production, you know, we got those customers, uh, uh, they were our first customers on the platform. <clears throat> Outstanding. Um, and like you said, accuracy is very important, right? If you're trying to figure out the risks, we definitely yeah. want something that's zeroing in on what the highest risk is, what needs to be addressed. Um, John, Absolutely. so we're going to go into, I'm going to give you a chance to go into the uh, demo. But before we do, um, just want to point out to everybody know it's a podcast. Um, for the YouTube, it will be definitely good to look at the, uh, demo. Uh, but I think, uh, John is going to explain it where it still has some value. If you listen to the audio version of the podcast, um, explaining what, uh, velocity does, uh, John, I'll turn it over to you for the, uh, velocity demo. Sure. And as we're going into the demo, I want to also mention, I mean, the other reason why we develop velocity is, um, aside from the third party risk, um, uh, just doing your own internal risk assessments takes a lot of time to do. I mean, we we always did um, fixed price engagements when we were doing our risk assessments. And sometimes we'd go into a customer environment and realize, wow, this risk assessment is gonna take a lot longer than we thought. Or, um, you know, it, it would be a single point in time um, assessment for an organization. And I didn't think that was really helping out organizations to the the greatest extent possible. So wanted a way that companies could um, increase their security posture throughout the year. And it wasn't just like a one-time thing where an auditor would come once a year, throw a, a report on your lap and say, all right, we'll see you next year. And so um, so we created Velocity to put the power of, of that back in the customer's hands so we can do a, a very efficient internal risk assessment the customer can see all the gaps that they have and then determine, oh, we need to, um, I don't know, implement multi-factor authentication or something. And once they implement that, they don't have to wait till next year to see a new report for that. They could show, they can go in velocity, um, say, hey, we've completed multi-factor authentication now, and they get these new risk ratings, they could get new reports, and they don't have to wait till the next year's auditors come in to actually show that report to, to their um, executive team. And so that's that's the other area that, that um, it's in velocity as well, does internal and third party. Okay, uh, John, that's a good call out um, because uh, I didn't I didn't think of that question, but now that, now that you say it, we're talking about third party risk, which is really important and it's really overlooked by a lot of companies yeah. because um, they're usually, you have a tendency to focus on your own risk internally, what's going yeah. on with your company, but you don't realize because of these relationships <laughs> and, you know, just kind of like relationships you have that is creating risk. So you kind of concentrate on yourself, but yeah. this is a time, like you said, uh, 
if you want to concentrate on the company itself, the internal part, not just the third party risk. Like if you're doing risk assessments, what does your internal risk as a company look like? Yeah. And then you can bounce to the outside and say, okay, now we know we look pretty good. Now mm-hmm. let's talk about our relationships with our third party vendors. Yeah. Uh, and talk about that. So that's actually, um, that's really strong, a strong tool to have for us to speed automation, yeah. accuracy, and being able to do internal risk assessments and third party risk assessments. Absolutely. Um, but I but I'll stop interrupting you, John. I'll let you go ahead and get <laughs> get to the to the demo. Uh, sure. Let me share my screen. All right. Can you see my screen? Uh, I see it coming up. Yep. I can see the dashboard, velocity dashboard. Okay, so we'll start off with the internal portion. This is the internal portion, so that's showing your internal risk. Um we have this nice velocity score. Um we have I'll show you the different um, those different frameworks that you can assess the organization on. Um, everything from like CISA Shields Up to um, you know CIS, HIPAA, FFIC, CMMC, you know various NIST frameworks, PCI, all, all sorts of things. So you can assess your organization on. Um, then, um, if you're measuring your own internal risk, it's doing this based off of um, basically, it, it interviews your organization. You can um, answer a series of questions. You can also upload supporting documentation. So if it's asking about your incident response procedures, you can upload those into here to show the evidence of all that. Um, and once you finish any of those frameworks, it gives you this nice dashboard that shows you your um, strengths and weaknesses, um, estimates breach costs for your organization, um, and also, I mean, you can get some pretty nice dashboards about your, your organization. So if I want to look at, uh, you know, insights into the, you know, CIS version eight about your organization, you can, you can look into that and see, all right, well, saying, you know, email and web is, uh, we have some areas we need to work on. You can get some more details about that. And then, um, you know, if you want to get some really nice, um, reports, we, we have, um, I mean, you can generate um, on-demand reports that you can give to your executive team. So um, as that's uh, loading, you can see you get uh, really nice uh, reports that show all sorts of information about the, um, your, your own security posture within your, your organization. So um, you, can, uh, you can fix something within the organization to increase the security posture and then Click a button and get a get a new report that you can give to the executive team here. Um, so that that's really the internal side. Um, on the vendor side, I mean, this is a uh, this is our demo environment. So the data you can kind of ignore the names of the companies and stuff. <laughs> in there. But uh, one thing that we thought was kind of inefficient in the whole process was um, you know everybody's assessing these these third parties. And these third parties are receiving all these different types of assessments from all their customers. And so we wanted a place where you can um, uh, add more efficiency to that. So we have this concept of this vendor directory. So once we assess a vendor, they're in the directory um, and other customers can just request access to that information. And the vendor can say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll share that information with this other customer. So we don't have to do this assessment all over again. Um, the other thing that we did here is you know, in the vendor directory, 
we're assessing a vendor based off of their company and the product level. And so um, if you look at a, a large company that might have thousands of products, um, we're assessing each of those products uh, in a different way. Whereas, um, you know, there's some other solutions out there, they're just assessing the vendor itself. And so we just said, hey, you know, every product, you know, really could have a different risk posture. So we really want to, to show that. Um, the other thing that we really want to show is some finances, you know, to estimate breach costs for these, these third parties. Um, we also wanted to combine, you know, both an assessment of, you know, asking questions about connectivity with this vendor to where the data is located, asking all those types of things, but also want to run threat intelligence on these third parties as well. So we're doing a combination of of those and then you can um i mean not only are we just giving we're giving a risk score for this vendor but i'd say more importantly we're giving a full um comprehensive report on that on that third party as well so i mean and this is all things from our our customers were asking they said hey we want to be able to get a quick um score for our third parties but you know really we, we also really want to see insights into where this third party is weak. And then um, if it's a third party that we're still gonna do business with, we want to have a path to helping them improve on their their um, their risk score so they can um, they can actually you know lower the risk on our side and, and their side as well. So I mean we have a full full <clears throat> report on these third parties where we're showing, you know, the breach cost, the solution type, details about the product, strengths and weaknesses of the organization, you know, types of supporting documentation they can provide, data that's involved with this third party, connectivity information, you know, where data is located, uh, how data is transferred between the companies. And um, we also um, we also put our stamp of approval on it that the data is, is accurate, whether it's coming from the the assessment information. We ask for evidence to support the third party's claims that they have these things in place. But also we collect um, threat intelligence on that third party as, as well. And, you know, we um, verify the data for accuracy before it actually ends up in the in the report for the customer on there. And we also collect things that just, we're all practitioners are, are, ourselves too. So we know what companies are looking for. So, I mean, we collect data flow diagrams, we collect technical specs for that third party as well, collect audit reports for that third party. And um, these are things that uh, um, you know, we always wanted as, as customers to, to use. And now we're, we're um, providing this for our customers as well. And so I'd say we also try to make this as easy as possible. So I think it's a, it's a clean interface that was really important for us to um, make it really simple and easy to use um, very little training is needed and we can onboard customers within you know a, a few minutes they can be up and running on on this thing so we had one customer that um, kind of compared us with uh, um, they're saying you know uh, some some uh, products that are out there are kind of like um, uh, the Android field here where you could customize everything. You can get really nitty gritty details. You could it take a while to figure out what you want to configure and everything. And then um, we took kind of like the Apple approach to this where you can't, you can't get into the, um, you know, configure every single piece of the screen and, you know, the 
different configurations on how we're assessing, but we're just making it really easy for, for companies to use it so they can get up and running fast, get really high quality um, information. And um, that, that was really the approach that we, we wanted. We, you know, customers don't have time to do all this. So we're one of those make oh, yeah. it as easy as possible for them. So yeah, John, um, very impressed with this dashboard. Uh, like you said, it's pointing out, especially for the executives to see the cost of what some of these breaches are costing is color coded, yep. breaks down the different vendors, uh, shows the risk. I did have one question about um, just somebody that doesn't have to somebody that looks at this dashboard and you give them the dashboard and it has a lot of good breakdown where they can get the most value out, out of it. I know how it breaks down like um, they had, you had the green section where it was like strong or a good rating. And then you had the red needs improvement. Is there a quick way for them to kind of zero in on that needs improvement to say, what's a quick action plan to address some of the risks that we have like on your uh, dashboard? Yeah. So um, in, in the report, we, we organize everything by risk. So we show the, Okay. Um, the customer and the vendor, what they need to do, I guess, yeah, what are their, their largest items they can do to increase their security posture. Okay. So makes both. sense. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And we're pretty big on that. You know, there's a, there's a lot of um, solutions out there that are just putting that out there. This here's the risk go for it. I mean, we're, you know, we, we know that at the end of the day, a lot of our customers are still going to use these products, whether they have a larger risk or not. So, Additional focus of ours is really how to help these third parties improve their security posture. And so we really want to give them insights into how to do that. Gotcha. Makes, makes sense. Great, great product. Uh, very impressed with it myself. Um, did you, you. did you want to show me anything else uh, on the demo portion or? I think that's, that's mostly, um, mostly it. I mean, we, we do have a, a lot of different areas in, into that. So, but um, I, I think at the at a high level, that is that is um, that's that's basically it. Thank you, John. Outstanding product. Uh, the automation, the speed, the accuracy. Uh, this, this is a game changer. <laughs> um, so, as if the demo has hasn't done its job. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you, why should potential customers choose Velocity over vendors, other vendors on the market? Sure. So, I, I mean, there, I think it really comes down to, you know, efficiency, accuracy, and cost. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of options out there. There, there really is. If, if a company is just looking for something quick to check in the box, they don't really care about the the accuracy or anything. I mean, they're, and I'm not knocking these, these companies or anything. There's some companies that just say, Hey, our, our main thing is we just want to make sure we're, we're compliant. And that that's really what our, our focus, you know, if that's really what they're looking for, then, you know, maybe velocity is not, not for them. Um, but we're, we're looking at something that does both efficiency, um, you know, accuracy, um, and, and is, is cost effective. So we know that it, it, um, it's very costly to have uh, uh, a lot of staff doing this full time. And there are a lot of different areas where the, the, the staff can, uh, you know, use velocity um, to speed up, up their work. So, um, so I, I'd say the part that we really stand out is that, you know, we want to make sure that the, we, we have the most accurate solution that's out there. So, 
won't we we stand by the the data that that we we give out out there so when you look at a risk rating you, you know that there's a lot of data supporting why why we're saying this this company has this risk we want to help your your company you know, improve your your speed of getting through these but also helping these third parties um increase their their security posture and i mean if you look when you look out there in the in the market you'll see companies that are just doing third party or just doing internal risk you know velocity does both of those um you'll look at companies out there that are just saying hey we're just giving a quick risk rating to this entire organization and you know that that works for some organizations but if you want to say if you actually want to look at the um at the product level of these and saying, oh, you know, we could have a large vendor that has hundreds of products and each of them has a different risk. Maybe one of them has um, open databases exposed to the internet, but another product does not have those. If, if you want to really see um, to that level, um, you know, Velocity has you com completely covered on there. I mean, and this, this product um, was created by practitioners and working with our, our customers to, to create this. So if you really want something that, that nails the um, efficiency, the accuracy, and the, the cost, then, then choose Velocity. Absolutely, absolutely. Appreciate that again, John. Great mm -hmm. demo, great product. Um, John, okay, so the Black Cyber Stage is yours. So if people <laughs> want to know more about Velocity and Stern Security, where can they go online? Sure. So, I mean, Stern Security is the is the parent company for, for all of this. So, I mean, you can go to sternsecurity.com. We have information about our Velocity product and services. I mean, you could, it'll direct you to, you know, velocitysec.com that's specific to Velocity. I mean, we have, um, we have demos that um, you'll, you'll see the demo through this um, YouTube video. We also have information on our, our website as well. And I mean, you can look at all that information and you can reach out. I mean, the other thing that you can do is, you know, with Velocity earlier this year, we moved to a freemium model. So, I mean, you can just go right to the website and you could sign up for free and use Velocity at a base level for free and just get your hands, you know, into the product, you know, without even talking to anybody, you can just jump in and start using it. So um, you can, get up and running in five to 10 minutes and start seeing what the product looks like and how it works. And then um, it'll show you, you know, how to upgrade to a you know paid subscription if that's, that's what you want. And we always give opportunities to talk to us as well. Nice, so. I'm, a, I'm a fan of that feature myself. You know how you Thank go you. to sites and then it's like sign up for the demo and somebody calls you like two minutes <laughs> later. So. Yeah. Like, wait, no, we come know. on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, people people want to do things on their own time. So, like seriously, you don't have to talk to us at all to to start testing out Velocity. You just go and sign up, and you're you're up and running on your own without speaking to a single person. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, John, so I want to thank you for uh, stopping by the Black Cyber Podcast today. Stopping by again, thanks for coming back. Uh, definitely enjoyed this. No, thank you. I mean, it's it's always awesome speaking with you, and it, it's really being, it's an honor being on your show. So thank you so much for taking the time to to chat with me and learn about Velocity, our organization, and um, really really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no problem, no problem. Uh, it's an honor to have you on the show. 
Uh, glad we formed this relationship where we can uh, yeah. send this information out to the people and to help companies uh, be safer in these times. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, thank you. All right. So uh, be sure to subscribe to the Black Cyber Podcast uh, and also subscribe to Black Cyber YouTube page. Thank you.